Hello Americans, it looks like some things have changed. Are we doing a good enough job teaching our children what America is and what she represents? Younger parents aren't sure that an appreciation of America is the right thing to teach modern children. We're not going to make America great again. It was never that great. When I drive into a neighborhood and there are American flags, it's a message of white supremacy. I'm warning of an eradication of the American memory that could result in an erosion of the American spirit. We need to completely dismantle the police department. If we forget what we did, we won't know who we are. We've got to do a better job of getting across that America is free, and freedom is special and rare. Freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of enterprise. As long as we remember our first principle and believe in ourselves, the future will always be ours. Ours was the first revolution in the history of mankind that truly reversed the course of government, and with three little words, we the people. We the people are free. my fellow domestic terrorists it's another tuesday we missed you yesterday alan you piece of shit um but we're back with another episode of we the people radio uh i'm your host james and joining me as always is my portly fellowed friend mr alan jacoby the host of the great divide podcast welcome brother go fuck yourself everybody happy tuesday it's almost christmas those of you that celebrate hanukkah fuck you too merry christmas happy hanukkah how you doing Starting off hot, Alan. Starting off hot. Uh, so real quick, uh, Dave Hurt was supposed to be joining us tonight. Unfortunately, his daughter, she ran 104 fever and had to he had to run her to the emergency room or Medicare or some, some, something like that. Uh, so I want to send prayers out to Dave and his daughter. Hopefully she gets she gets well pretty soon. We're going to reschedule him. It'll probably be shortly after the holidays or maybe right before the new year. We'll see. Um, I just don't think he likes you. No, I don't. This is the second week. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Dave's a great, a great dude. I talk to him all the time. Uh, last week, he's just a fucking space cadet. And then this week, his daughter uh, got sick. So he'll be on at some point uh, pretty soon. He's a f- fucking awesome guy. Uh, we had him on previously. He was telling us about how he was partying with the guys who did the AstraZeneca tests. Uh, with the-, those the guys, the, the guys that were in the lab down where they were making the frogs gay. Yep. I don't like the chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. He partied with those guys because he's a, he's a doctor. Like he went to school for biochemistry. He's got his doctorate. Very very. I think, I think his beard has its own doctorate. Oh, hundred percent. It puts puts my beard to shame. Like that's a fucking beard. Um, I'm a little really, jealous. Like really quick. 
really yeah, quick yeah. everybody out there in facebook land that's watching hit the share button i see there's a lot of people in the in the uh, in the uh in the chat watching rumble subscribe everywhere you're watching and just hit the share button and, and everything else because it's uh they hate yeah. us yeah we're getting we're getting absolutely crushed we're getting killed uh as far as shadow bands i'm uh i have found out recently that i am blacklisted uh our logo our name thing. Black. huh so racist racist the list has to be black now, why can't it be white listed why can't it be white white listed well if we were white privilege listed then everyone would be able to see you you wouldn't be shadow banned it'd be white <sighs> privilege listed. It'd be nice. It'd be really, really nice. But unfortunately, that's not the case. Uh, we are severely shadow banned uh, on all platforms, Twitter included. Uh, we're heavily shadow banned and we get warnings every time we post uh, a flyer for the show. We get uh, sensitive content warnings for Twitter every single time. It's got to uh, be you. It's got to be you because I say the same thing. I, I put something on Twitter and I and I specifically said gangbang on the government i think it was last week and i was fine no it, it's it's my logo dude it's my name it's everything that goes goes with it like we the people hashtag we the people is definitely a hashtag that's hit 100 plus the fact that we were one of the first shows and we were we were banned from youtube before a lot of people even started their shows uh banned from spotify before a lot of people even started their shows uh you know we've been we've been written by on uh, articles about by media matters dave buck and uh uh james alephantis's ex-boyfriend david brock and george soros write articles about us to get us removed from platforms um so we're we're we for whatever reason they're they're terrified of this fucking pothead from new jersey who likes to do the occasional psychedelic it makes absolutely no sense i don't get it um, and now we're finding out and I'm very interested. I'd like to actually speak to a, a lawyer of some sort, cause I've lost money because of the censorship. I've lost sponsorships. Yeah. I've lost monetization opportunities and sponsors that were sponsors of the show because of said shadow ban. And now we're getting information from Twitter that the FBI is spending $3.5 million of taxpayer money to censor yeah. people like myself, to censor people like Alan, to censor people who are just making memes and political cartoons. Like this is out of control. Now, all these people that were screaming before, oh, it's a private company. They can do whatever they want, are now screaming, oh, Elon Musk is banning journalists for seven days for doxing him and they're silent about the fact that again the conspiracy theorists were right 100 yeah. accurate i've been saying for years like we've been at thirty-eight thousand followers on instagram alan for over a year and a half like we don't move we don't get any traction nobody sees my shit like it's basically i'm talking to nobody on my, they, they got, my one account had no it was wide open all right there was no restrictions. There was no community violations, whatever the hell you want to call it. And then I wake up one morning, it hit, it hit 8,000 followers. I hit the Instagram app and it said, your account has been permanently removed for no reason whatsoever. None and whatsoever. Now, now my Facebook page that I was unbelievable engagement, 40 something thousand, like 42 something thousand followers. 
and I was getting you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of views and shares, and now I'm getting hundreds of them. That happened right before the midterm election. And and it's not – Facebook is horrible, and, and it sucks because there's so many people on there that were following me and sharing and, and connecting. And it's – I don't I, – I would imagine most of them aren't even seeing this shit anymore. No, they're not. Alan, Alan they're not because oh. there was a, a short period of time. Like I was really, really censored uh for like a good solid year mm-hmm. and then then I, I hit like a a week where it it wasn't fully shadow banned and i'd get like five thousand views on a story like it was yeah. it was awesome it was amazing and the amount of dms and messages that i got from people like holy shit you're still around yeah i'm like, I'm like yeah <laughs> we're still here like if, 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 go follow my pot like go follow my podcast if 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 you want to know what we're doing uh because quite frankly uh i don't post everything that i want to post on instagram uh i post a lot more of those things on twitter and uh true social now i post i'm posting a lot more on twitter so you alan so go 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 check us out on twitter uh we're i'm heavily shadow banned on there anyway but go check us out on twitter at wprusa17 and at Alan Jacoby 1776 yeah. uh, our our Twitter handles go give us a follow I'm posting a lot more I'm interacting a lot more over there I know Alan you are as well literally so my Twitter has gone high speed like since this past weekend now because I'm a CIA psyop I directed and made Roger Stone post on his Twitter account because he's back on Twitter and has like hey, now hey, you want to do that for me <laughs> He has like, I'll ask him. He has like three hundred twenty thousand followers. I know. He does a post and he says, "Hey, you know, follow Alan, whatever." And then he had, and he posted a picture of us, so you get the real deep state CIA psyop vibe. And then that that helped. It kind of propelled it a little over the weekend. I gained like in twenty four hours like three hundred followers. But then just now the engagement, and I, I checked, and I'm going to do it with yours. I found a link on Google that you can check all your social media. Um accounts to see if they're shadow banned and there's different levels of shadow banned. There's like ghost ban there's this and and it'll show you where you're at and then since then it's just been i'm gonna look it up in in, in a few minutes and and run yours your instagram and stuff like and then it's been so since uh, the weekend i gained like uh 700 followers since the weekend i just broke 3200 and it just keeps climbing Those, so, I remember those days. Those are good days. And, and they are. And, and like, the, I rem, this is how my Facebook page was. It was just massive, yeah. like massive. Everybody's following. Everybody's watching. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to be posting a, most of the content primarily on Truth Social and Twitter. And, you know, it'll be on Getter because we live stream on Getter yep. uh, under my account. And I, I'm hoping that we can live stream on Twitter soon once we figure it yeah. out with the streaming software. But Spe- speaking, speaking of Rogers, because I want to talk, there's a, there's a lot to go over today. Uh, you know, Donald Trump's impending indictment, uh, what's going on with Kerry Lake, uh, the Twitter files. Uh, but what I want and, and the omnibus bill, like there's so much to talk about. Um, but it, real quick, before we jump into all that, we got to get Roger on the stone pretty Roger on the stone pretty soon on the show. Roger on the stone pretty soon. <laughs> hear Roger on the stone pretty soon. But no, we got to get Roger on the show pretty soon. Because um, I'd be oh, very interested to pick his brain about the the new revelation that we already knew. We all already knew he's been talking about it for years. Oh but- yeah, he's, he's about JFK. He's making his rounds again now everywhere. 
Um, he was on, a, he was doing a couple shows and he's been doing some Twitter spaces too about different things. That Twitter space is a whole other animal also. Oh, we'll be on there. We'll be, we'll be on there pretty soon. We actually got invited to join somebody's Twitter space before the show. I saw that. I wasn't able, I saw that. I didn't, I didn't have time. Um, yeah, I do a lot of prep before the show. So anything before a show is tough. Um, Alan was over there Christmas shopping with his lady. Um, yeah, man, this whole week got away from me. It sucks. Like the, the holidays this year, just, I, I, nothing, nothing happened the way it should have. No, no Christmas decorations went up outside the house. We're lucky we put the Christmas tree up. If I didn't have a 10 year old, I'd never decorate for Christmas again. It's just like, it, it's, and then you, yeah, you're, only, yeah, you're only doing it for your kids. Yeah, I'm only doing it for my kids. Otherwise, I give a shit less. And she doesn't even believe in Santa Claus. She believes in the Easter Bunny and the Tooth Fairy. Like, really? She yeah. she she gave up on Santa, but still believes yeah. in Tooth. Oh, that's interesting. That's yeah. Interesting. So that, and then just the whole like, I just hate the commercialization of Christmas and what it became, and that you know you're you're not even Halloween yet. Like Halloween's over. Like Halloween day, it's over, and the Christmas decorations are out everywhere. Like before Thanksgiving, it drives me nuts. It drives me nuts. It's really sad what Christmas has become. And I look back. Actually, we're gonna probably have somebody on the show next week. I think next Tuesday. Actually, I was talking to him this afternoon, and they were going into the details of what Christmas really is and what the holiday is, and how the founding fathers actually made it illegal to celebrate Christmas. Um, and it wasn't until like the the Catholic Italians and Catholic Irish came over in the 1800s where we started celebrating traditional Christmas. Um, so he's going to come on next week and give us a, a nice little explanation about what Christmas really is. And I'm excited to hear about that because it's some really interesting history because Christmas actually has a really dark past and uh, yeah, it's dark like, past uh, paganism and, pagan, uh, right. and things like that. But uh, someone in our chat, they made a great point. They're like, you know what? I get what they're saying 100%. Christmas has all of these disgustingly evil, nefarious ties to uh, paganism. Yeah. But at the same time, at, at this point, it's become a family tradition. She's like, yeah. I, she was like, I'm Italian, and we do the seven fishes every year, and that's what we do every every year since I was a kid. Since my my great grandfather, who's off the boat, I had a, uh, the honor and privilege to meet him and get to know him. He died in '96, so I was young um, when he passed away, but. Uh, he was straight off the boat from the same town as Tony Soprano, Avellino, Italy. And uh, yeah, fun little fact about James Curry. Uh, he, uh, I remember going to his house in Clifton, New Jersey, and we'd go in his basement. And, we'd, and it was the traditional seven fishes, like the really fucking weird fishes. It was. Why is it seven fishes? Anybody can tell me. But like that was Christmas in my house as a kid. And then, then once he passed away, my mother took it over. And uh, everybody came to our house and it was no longer the traditional seven fishes. We just put a whole bunch of different like we'd have like uh, uh, Galamad fried Diablo. We'd have crab legs. We'd have like some really good some scallop salads like we'd mix it up and, you know, flounder. I um, love seafood bronzino would be on the table we're doing luckily uh i get to do it this year with my in-laws and i'm excited to, to to have seven fishes i only like certain seafoods i'm not a big seafood guy but some seafoods are really good um but it's a family tradition like it's getting together with your loved ones that's that's what i see it as now it's like hey let's get together with family let's spend some time together people that you don't see that often and you know share some drinks share some stories and uh, be just be thankful for 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 the time that you have 
Um, you know, I, I don't have any grandparents uh, anymore. All my grandparents are, are since gone. Um, if you see that rosary bead behind me, that's actually my, my grandmother's rosary beads. And I'd give anything to celebrate one last Christmas with her. So, um, you know, remember those things. Like some people are like, oh, I don't want to go see family. I just want to stay home and relax. Go and cherish those moments with your friends and family. And, and that's what Christmas is really about, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, it's no I'll longer. Keep, I'll keep doing Christmas until all the family members that I like are dead. And then the ones I don't like are on their own. They can oh, for sure. sure. For, I, yeah. I, you know, every, everybody's families are different. Everybody's families are different. But, you know, you have loved ones that, you want to spend time with and you know not always you know there's times you're like oh fuck i really don't want to go to this family party mm-hmm. gotta entertain these people blah 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 um you know but at the same time you know uh, life life catches up with you and you're like ah oh, shit you know what i should have enjoyed those times that we had um and and took advantage of them you never know especially nowadays with the jabs and everything that's going on and all these people dying left and right like like that's a reality like like that is a 100 percent reality like this christmas may be the last christmas that you spend with some of your loved ones because they decided to get the vax it's it's sad it's a sad reality it's sad but with the recession it'll make christmas cheaper too i mean absolutely and <laughs> probably gonna eat leftovers you're not gonna have your turkeys your hams your your delicious meals there's no no uh I'm gonna have delicious. I'm gonna have delicious fucking meals. Oh, I am too. I'm. What are you smoking this year? Are you gonna smoke anything for Christmas? No, I'm not doing anything. I'm going to my aunt's house. I'm not lifting a fucking finger. I offered to bring something. That was it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna sit my ass down, and I'm not gonna do anything. I'm going to my in-laws. I'm I'm going to my in-laws as well. But I'm smoking another bird, dude. That thing was so good. (laughs) Thanksgiving was good. I did. Did you inject your bird or brine it? Neither. I I I rubbed it down with uh, truffle infused olive oil, and then I did a dry rub, and then I sprayed duck fat all over it, and then I loaded it with an, a whole orange cut in a quarter, cut cut in fours, an, an onion cut in half, a whole head of garlic, rosemary, thyme. I don't know. I, I shoved everything up this turkey's ass, threw it on the smoker. It took four hours, and it was I, I and I I peeled the skin up. Like I was uh, Buffalo Bill, and I shoved like whole sticks of butter, like so much yep. butter. I, I almost had a heart attack just putting it in the turkey. And then I put the skin back, like I was some, like I was Jeffrey Dahmer. And then I put it on the smoker. You're like you're, what's his name from Silence of the Lambs? Puts the yeah, yeah, Buffalo Bill. Yeah, oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah Hannibal, Hannibal Lecter. Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. And it was, uh, it was great. It was great. We had oh, three dude. turkeys for thanksgiving right three turkeys for like for eight people by the way and my turkey was the best they made two in the oven mine was in the smoker those two turkeys everybody came over for my thanksgiving turkey and they were blown away how good it was because i injected that bitch with some garlic butter oh my goodness i fucking made that filled it with garlic butter then i then i rubbed it down with uh, all these different seasonings that I put in some softened butter, not melted, softened. And I blathered the bird in the softened butter with all the seasoning on it. Um, <laughs> and then, and then, and then I put, then I put it in the smoker for four hours and it was unfucking real. It was the best bird I've ever had. I wanted to make one again the very next day. It was so good because there was no, no leftovers. I was pissed. Everything is good in the smoker. My, actually, my aunt goes, I said, well, well, can I bring something? She's like, why don't you bring an app? 
Oh, yeah, times are tough. You never told me to bring something before. Now I'm like, now I feel obligated. So I go, what the fuck are we going to bring? My wife's like, oh, let's make something. Let's make something. I'm going to go to the store and buy a platter of shit. Alan, Alan, the greatest appetizer that you could bring. I'm not even joking. It will be a great, like, it's not even really an appetizer. It's like, uh, you know, while everybody's sitting around hanging out and waiting for the food. Yeah. Bring a couple of bricks of smoked cream cheese. I'm telling you right now. You, it'll be the best thing at the fucking party. Everybody yeah, will love all, it. First of all, I'm not using my smoker for cream cheese because I fucking hate cream cheese. I despise it. I'm not smoking anything that everyone else is going to smoke cream cheese, dude. You, I, I, won't, I won't eat regular cream cheese. I'm not going to eat smoked cream cheese. It what doesn't make fucking cream cheese, you idiot. Yeah. No, you cover it, you cover it in your favorite seasoning, and then you throw that bitch in the smoker for two hours, and it's unreal. I'd rather smoke dog shit and, and try that. I do not like cream cheese. Just don't. You're, just, you're so, which dummy. is weird because I love cheesecake. You're a fucking dummy. It's yeah, weird. weird. You you make no fucking sense. You're retarded. Um, and it makes sense. I don't but, know. So on the advice of my ten year old, because she she goes, so what should, what should we bring? She goes, mashed potatoes. I go, it's not a fucking appetizer. That's exactly what I said to my 10-year-old, too. I'm like, I'm looking at my wife. I look at her, and I go, it's not a fucking appetizer. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say it like that. And she laughs. And I, go, I go, wait a minute. How about fried mashed potato balls? How about I, I – I, Those are good. Those I are good. You smoke them up. Drop too. them in the fryer, and we, we, you know, we do some, some breadcrumbs on them, and we fry them up. And everybody – we could just listen to everybody get fatter as they're eating these mashed potato balls. And uh, – she was like, "Yeah, that's cool." So that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna deep fry, man, deep fried mashed potato bowls. That sounds fun. Sounds like a lot of work. Cream <sighs> cheese, cream cheese. You just put seasoning on and throw it in the smoker, and you're good to go. Mm-hmm. Just trying to save you some some time. I like mashed potatoes, and I would love mashed potato fried. I fried like potato bowls. No. I'm not bringing something that I'm not gonna like to eat. No, I don't do that. I I really think you would like it. I just don't think you 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 have the balls to try it. I think once you try it, you right, go, it's wow. gonna suck. I don't want. It. Actually, you know what? James was right. This is really good because you put some rib candy on top of it. Even a better reason for me not to try it because there will be nothing on this God given earth that tells me to say James was right. I'm <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm right a lot of the not time. Not gonna do it. Right a lot of the time, Alan. <laughs> Yeah, but it takes years for everybody to realize you're right. Oh, you know, James, we're right. I, I, listen, listen, a toe to sows are still a toe to sows. I, I was watching, was it this morning? I laughed my ass off. I didn't see any stories about it. It was on, I was watching Newsmax this morning, right? Mm-hmm. And their ticker. And all I saw on the ticker, with all, amongst all the other bullshit, it said, Pentagon. No, it said, what did it say? It's like, uh, Pentagon. No alien life form uh, detected or something like that. Like literally, there was I didn't see any other story on it. It just said Pentagon. No alien life form, something or another. But that was it. I, I look at it. No context, no nothing. Nothing. That that's what the Pentagon said today. I think it was on Newsmax today. It was in their ticker. I didn't go and look for any stories or anything like that. But it said no alien life form. Whatever. Like, I don't even know what they were talking about. It was just weird. That was just randomly up there. They're everywhere. They're among us. And, uh, yeah, the Pentagon can get fucked because they lost, they got, they failed their fifth audit. They lost another $3 trillion. Uh, They're a complete fucking 
disaster. Well, the, now we have we have the omnibus bill, one point seven trillion dollars. So I have I have the omnibus bill uh, brought up. Four thousand one hundred and fifty-five pages, which no one is going to read. Nope. No it's, one is going to read. What is it? Forty-five billion for Ukraine. There's things in there about the federal so, election system. Seventy-five hundred plus earmarks in this bill. Why is it not centered? This is like, well, because your production skills suck. This is literally. Clearly. No, nobody, nobody has read this bill. Any Republican that votes on this bill, okay, should be voted out of office immediately. It's criminal. It's negligent. The Uniparty hates you. Hates you. All of us for doing this. And then on top of that, we have Zelensky, failed comedian and piece of shit Zelensky. He's coming to the White House. He's coming to the White House. He's coming to address Congress to beg and pander and plead for that last-ditch effort, we need more funding, that $45 billion. Oh, no kidding. No fucking kidding. It's, so it's 4,155 pages, $1.7 trillion. And here's some of the things. Uh, acquire, maintain, and extend border security, technology, and capabilities, except for the tech technology and capabilities to improve border patrol processing. So basically they're figuring out ways to not fund our border patrol to make sure that our, our borders are, is, is a complete shit show. Mm -hmm. And Which they already are. No one. And read it Thank there you. we go yeah but i'm gonna have to screen share for for other things later so i just wanted to fix it get it fixed and and adjust we're a one-man band over here we don't have a producer bob over here helping us out to do it while we're on air but they continue to send billions and billions of dollars to ukraine look at this $44.9 billion to Ukraine relief, 40.6 uh, 40 billion dollars of disaster relief, uh, $58.7 billion of IIJA programs. You know what those are? I have no fucking idea. Uh, Not really sure. $1.8 billion in Chips and Science Act, $5 billion in PACT Act, Electoral Count Reform Act, TikTok ban on government devices. The only thing, excuse me, that I see in there that's good is a TikTok ban on government devices. Oh, that's the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act. In other words, it's hidden money. It's bullshit. Oh, yeah. It's just yeah. loaded with pork like everything else. The Electoral Count Reform Act, that's a scam. That's a big scam, too. It, it's, oh, it's, all, it's, all, it's all to launder money. It's all to launder money. And I, and I have a clip of, of all of our leaders talking about this omnibus bill that I want to play in a second. But I want to hammer home the $44.9 billion to Ukraine. Remember, we didn't have $5 billion for the border. They refused to spend $5 billion to secure our border and, and finish the wall. But now right. we've spent like pr probably close to $200 billion. Oh, which I want to I I remind all the DeSantis bros out there that 
DeSantis, when he was a congressman, voted against funding Donald Trump's wall. Just want everyone to know that. Yep. Uh, just, just a coincidence. All you DeSantis bros out there, DeSantis fanboys, yeah, he, and I like him, I do, but he voted against funding the wall when he was in Congress. Subpar congressman. Actually sucked as a congressman. So he, he, was, he, he, was, he was not good. Uh, but just so you guys have a visual of how much money we're sending over to Ukraine, here's a nice little clip. If it has sound, I don't hear it. No, there's no sound. Oh, there's no sound. We're just gonna watch it. Oh, look! Oh, it looks. It just looks like where. Is this just America just spewing a gigantic aid load into Ukraine? Is that what we're watching? Every red is a is a. Uh, hold on. Where is? I'm trying to read it at the bottom here. Uh, red is. Uh, I think millions. Something. I wish I could see it a little smaller here. Hmm. The bottom line is, it's a lot of fucking money. It's still going. Not. It's still going. This is still going. That, this that is still, should not have gone there. We're still only at twenty-four billion dollars. Like this isn't even this, what we have just watched is not even representing what we're sending right now. This we is have, none of that is even in in this diagram. We have homeless veterans. We have homeless children. We have severely lacking southern border security border patrol underfunded and all of this money going to god knows where and we in, in because nobody wants an audit except rand paul and we're all, we're all in the dark you're in the dark we're in the dark again the uniparty hates us they're not reading the bill and any Republican that votes on this, it, it's just straight up negligent. And realize, people, that there are people that are going to be voting on this bill that never read who, who will not be in Congress in another week and a half. Nope. Okay. Not even they're they're taking their holiday break in like a couple days. They should be on their holiday break now. There's a lot of pissed off people in DC. They should not even be in DC now. No, they, they, like December fourteenth or something like that. That they, DC is a ghost town. They and should, they should not be. And uh, none of them. They're none worrying of them. about release. They're worrying about. They're having me- he- meetings and hearings. I don't even know what the vote was today. They were supposed to vote on releasing Trump's tax records. I don't know if they did. I don't know what they voted on. I, I got disgusted today just looking at shit. But like, like uh, with that, if if they if they vote to release. Donald Trump's tax returns, which it is what it is, then there's nothing there. If, if the IRS, the IRS of New York State, if the IRS didn't see anything, um, it really doesn't matter what an ir- irrelevant congressional uh, committee sees because they're irrelevant, just like you and I are irrelevant. No power to do anything. Mm-hmm. Just like just like the 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 criminal charge referral to the DOJ. That that would be like me saying I'm going to call up the D. Everyone should pick up the phone and call the DOJ general number. Just call up and say, I am Joe man, American citizen, and I want to refer criminal charges on the Biden family for everything from extortion to money laundering to child sniffing to everything else. Because it's the same exact thing as what 
the January 6th committee did. There's no relevancy to it, and None. it's all political theater. But if they're going to release Donald Trump's tax returns, then they need to release every single Congress member's tax return and stock portfolios, every investment, every trade, every stock purchase, and every stock sale. Show them to us now. All now, of them, period, done. That's a great a great point, Alan, and you're 100% right. Um, I, I, I definitely agree with that statement. But I, I think people need to remember that everything that they're doing to Don Donnie right now can be done to them because the precedent is now set. Of course. It can now be done to them. Now, I, do I have faith that it's going to be done to them? No, because they're all part of the same fucking club. But it opens the door for it. And, and is it possible that that happens? Absolutely. A lot of tides are turning right now. The Kerry Lake... Uh, trial is going forward which is a a a massive win whether whether or not the judge overturns the election just the fact that it's going to trial is a huge deal yeah they're having the trial hearings i believe tomorrow and thursday and also what's his name oh god it's on the tip of my tongue i'm such an idiot um i can never say his name the other guy uh uh abe um abe the other candidate in arizona they Mm -hmm. just his uh, case was not dismissed, and his case is going to be uh, looked at in a trial hearing, going to trial as well. It's so there's two of them. So we've we'll never seen since election since the 2020 election. So far, we have yet to see any of these election integrity lawsuits. They've all been struck down, not not on merit or whatever it is. We haven't seen any with used in the same phrase and paragraph as the word trial. And here we're seeing two of them. I, I have talking about it. I have a clip from attorney John Renz that I want to play, but before we do, I I just want to play this one clip about the omnibus bill and how our leadership is reacting. And you can see a very, uh, uh, a contradicting, um, viewpoints from, from one Senator in particular, I think, you know who it is, but everybody else is like, yeah, we fucking, we fucking did it guys. From top to bottom, from start to finish, from top to bottom, this omnibus is bold, generous, far-reaching, and ambitious. We were able to achieve, through this omnibus spending bill, essentially all of our priorities. This is no favor to the House if we kick this to another year. I brought with me the Omni, 4,155 pages. Read it. When was it produced? In the dead of the night. It's an abomination. It's a no good, rotten way to run your government. Mm -hmm. Well, it is 4,155 pages, the omnibus spending bill. In fact, when you have to have a cart that is rolling down Capitol Hill to get to the House Ways and Means Committee with the actual bill, and there it is rolling into the press room. Uh, That's a lot of look at it. they're wheeling in a fucking cart. Before they have to go home. Uh, Shut it down. Shut the government down. Shut it down. Shut it all down, dude. Like, what are we talking about? The CIA murdered a sitting president. Murdered. Literally fucking murdered him in broad daylight in front of everybody. The FBI is using tax dollars to censor Americans and go against the First Amendment. The DOJ was is, is looking into prosecuting the fucking former president of the United States for what? Like, this is absolute clown world. 
What the fuck are we doing? Shut it all down. All three letters. The FDA just announced that the, the, the jab is causing blood clots. Another so we've been talking about forever. All three letter agencies need to go. The government needs to shut down. We need to rebuild it from scratch based on our founding documents. The entire thing is fucked, Alan. Oh, I agree there. And what I mean, absolutely, I don't disagree there. What I mean is, don't vote on funding the government right now. Let it let it yep. shut down. Let and everybody let it, sweat. Let everybody bleed, and uh, make everyone read this bill. This omnibus bill should be broken up to like twelve or so different bills and vote on it. We need a bill, Alan. We need a bill, Alan, that states that bills need to be listed in one fucking page. One page, two two max, and I have to have all the bullet points. And all the things that that are in the bill right there in layman's terms so everybody can understand it, even the average American. So it's not all this fucking legal jargon to make it seem like, oh, you know what? I'm not smart enough to understand this, so I'm not going to read it. 4,100 pages? Fuck that. I'm not – like, 4,100 pages. Like, remember being in school and your teacher is like, yeah, you got to read this 200-page book. And you're like, oh, fuck. 200 pages. Fuck. 200 pages? Are you kidding me? Like, I had so much shit I had to do this weekend. Now I gotta read 200 fucking pages? Mm-hmm. Now they're putting 4,100 page le- bills on the table in the middle of the fucking night. They're like, hey, here you go. Here's the bill. But they did that before when they had the COVID rescue plan. They did it. It was like 2,000, between two and 3,000 pages. They got it in the dead of night. Nobody read it. They had staffers doing, you know, bullet points and abridged versions and get, you know, that's what's great. They all have these staffers, and they say, you guys go through it and give me all the important stuff. Give me the breakdown, the abridged version, the cliff notes of everything. And that's fucked up because we didn't elect, we didn't elect staffers. I get there's a lot of administration work, but we didn't elect staffers to interpret the fucking bills for these morons to vote on. Nope. Sit there and vote on it. You're getting $175,000 a year for life, motherfuckers, and you should have to sit there all night, all day, and read it. You're going to vote on it, read it. Or you should all get together and say, this is too much. We need to break this down into 12, 15, 20, 30 different bills and have 20, 30 different votes so we can actually understand what the fuck we're voting on because we read it. It's it's an absolute shit show. It's an absolute joke that this is even happening, that this is even allowed to go on. And the fact that the American public doesn't care that they're blading, blatantly pulling the, the wool over our heads. They're like, hey, uh, we're going to pass this bill. There's 4,100 pages. None of us read it. No, not one of us. No, not one of us. And um, we're sending this through. Yep, we voted. Everyone has right. to remember. Us down. Yep. And I don't care who they are, but every single Republican that, that votes for this bill are garbage. I don't care what names pop up mm-hmm. because I, I don't give a shit if it's someone I respect because I like what, what their their voting record. If they vote on this bill now, they're garbage. Get fucked. And it needs to be remembered and they need to be voted out. And it, what I do so there there were 13 House members, I think today, that um came and said, listen, if Republican senators are going to vote for this bill. We are we are going to sandbag every bill the Senate brings to the House. And Kevin McCarthy, of course, because he's he wants the support and wants to get that gavel in his hand, he came out and he said, 
the same thing. And he, he made a bold statement and a bold threat and, and put Republican senators on notice. If you vote for this bill, I stand with these 13 members of, of you know, Republicans in the House that we will sandbag every single bill you try to bring to us. I think he's being put between a rock and a hard place, Kevin McCarthy. Like, I, I, I really think that there's some pressure on him to it should be do the right thing. There, uh, there should be, and whether he does or not, when he gets the gavel in his hand, is remain I, to be seen. I know. I, I'm very, I'm very um, upset with the, the the Donnie endorsement of Kevin McCarthy. And it doesn't no. even it, it it would it doesn't even matter. Not happy with it. No, it, it, it does matter though, Alan. It, it really does. I, I, in a sense, in a sense, in a sense, not not to the level uh, that we'd like it to matter. But uh, because at the end of the day, there's a stalemate no matter what, who, no matter who the speaker is, nothing else is going to be done going forward in this current administration. It's going to be locked. But- here's, the, here's the other problem. And I, I was on steak for breakfast today and we spoke about this and I made this statement there and I said, the problem with the Republican Party right now is it is so divided in so many different ways. There are so many clicks in the Republican Party. Okay. And now you have, you know, firebrand Republicans jerking off that are now at each other's throats. You have Marjorie Taylor Green with a beef with Lauren Boebert, and they're going at it back. And beefing forth. over cock too. You know, they they they're they're going they're going back and forth. You have, you know, uh, it, there, there is so many, and it reminds me of, if you remember, after the 2020 election, when everybody said Donald Trump is going to make his own political party, like the Patriot Party, whatever the hell they were going to call it, and people, and, and he came out and said no, because obviously that wouldn't make any sense, because if they did and they split the Republican Party, no Republican would ever get elected again because the party would be split, and the Democrats would win every election. Now I feel, right now, that... It's even worse that the party is actually splitting four, five, six different ways, and it's happening between large conservative social media influencers and and members of Congress who have turned into large social media influencers, and that they're all at each other's throats. They're all ripping ripping the party in every direction. There's no unification in the Republican Party for the good of 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 the Constitution and and putting things forward. And I have, and Ron agreed with me today when I said, because he, going into the midterms and realizing we were going to have the majority, there was some optimism that things were going to happen. But right now, within the past couple weeks, with all of the division within the party, on every level, every level, my, my there is no, I am not optimistic at all about the 118th Congress coming in on January 3rd. And I think it's going to be so much infighting and throat slashing. And the Democrats are back and they're fucking loving it. The Rob Reiners, the Bette Midlers, the fucking Adam Schiffs, the, the, the Eric Swalwell. I've seen you've had some fun on Rob Reiner's page like I have on Twitter. No, I've been going crazy on him on Twitter. Oh, I got blocked by a lot of people. So have I. It's so much fun. That guy is so, such an easy punching bag. He's so dumb. 
He's such Eric, a fat fuck. And then Eric Swalwell comes on Twitter and talks about people being compromised. And I'm like, you banged a Chinese spy, you stupid ass. And you're going to talk about being compromised, right? For five years. And then Adam Kinzinger, I, I, keep, I keep tweeting on his page. Every time he says something, I'm like, you're still around? It's not January 3rd yet? You're still around? Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? It's just... It, I, I, listen, listen. Uh, the Twitter has been, it's been becoming so easy to, to blast these liberals that are showing up on my feeds. It's just, I don't oh, know. Man, I've you're... been master trolling. Yeah, master more, trolling. more and more have been hitting my feed than ever before. And maybe it's because I'm on Twitter than more than ever before. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I'm seeing all these crazy, like, uh, uh, Joe from Jer, the girl, from, like, uh, Joe from Jers or something like that. She's oh, Joe, Joe Jers. Yeah. That girl. Oh, that's, oh, I love her. So dude. Her, oh, her account's her account's gone. 700 some thousand thousand followers. I had to go back and forth with her. Right. And she like an all out brawl. And then all of a sudden somebody said, Hey, Jojo Jers or whatever, she can't access her tweet and then you go to her page and her tweets are like it says oh you can't retrieve the the, the, the tweets now she has two backup pages one had like today had like two thousand followers the other had like 76 followers she just she just tweeted i'm back bitches it's me i swear to god it's me i got my account back i'm fucking back but is it is it her original account or is it the other account? how many followers Fifty-one thousand followers oh, so she just got it back within the last couple hours because earlier today and posted a video she didn't have it. Yes. Yeah, so, all right. I, I I know I know what I'll be doing later. I'll just just keep just keep fucking with it. Everything oh, out of that woman's mouth is utter bullshit. It's hysterical. It's such garbage. It's such fucking trash. But I, I've been doing Adam I'm on a mission to get blocked by Adam Schiff. Like I am on a mission. What a melon head. Uh, pencil neck that shifty fuck uh i am i am that's my goal in 20 my on my goal board in 2023 is to get blocked i don't, think, I don't think i don't think he blocks anybody though because if he did he would have blocked key people like like higher up people that 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 go after no, like, i think he blocks you know smaller accounts that just you know hit, hit certain certain talking points uh and i've been really trying I actually have to find this picture of him in front of the standard hotel with kneeling in front of it with this little black boy. Um, it's a not, a, not a good picture for Adam shifty shift. Um, I gotta, I gotta find that and post it on his page. And cause I asked him, I'm like, what happened at the standard hotel there, Adam, after I, after I rip into him, uh, about whatever he's fucking talking about. Cause he's, he's out here. He posted something today. He goes, I'm adamantly against censorship, this, that, and the other. And I'm like, bro, they're like, not though. Your boy, your boys with Ed Buck and David Brock. Media Matters is writing articles to get us censored and removed from platforms. Where was this this uh when when conservatives were getting banned? Meanwhile, you're you're pissed off that Elon is literally banning people that doxed him and his family for seven days, not even a permanent ban, a seven-day ban. For doxing his lo his actual location, putting his life in danger, like they should be immediately banned. They should never be allowed to have a, a, a platform ever again, media or not. They that, that's that's 
excuse me, that's criminal in my opinion. Like you're putting this guy, his life and his family in danger because there's some lunatics out there that are seeing the mainstream media say, oh, how he's this evil dictator now and they're going to try and do something stupid. Like what, what's wrong with you? What you, you what in, in what world is that okay? And they're pissed off about this. Meanwhile, I'm permanently banned from YouTube. I'm permanently banned from Spotify. Yeah. You're, we're, we're banned from all different platforms. Multiple conservative accounts that are, that are in this situation, and you're sitting here saying you're against censorship. Go fuck yourself. You you are in charge of the committee that allowed the FBI to spend three point five million dollars to censor conservatives specifically. You were in charge of it. And I'm you're really surprised Twitter never like changed their domain to like twitter.gov. I mean, they might as well have. <laughs> at this point, 100%. 100%. I'm, look, look, look at this article from the National Pulse. Look at this coming out. This is fucking interesting. Oh, oh Fauci's daughter is a software engineer at Twitter. Yep. Fauci's daughter. Or was? Was this uh, software engineer at Twitter, a company which suspended people that disagreed with her father. And- <laughs> it's so laughable at this point. It's so laughable because with everything that's coming out and, and, and what's great is that there are liberal members of Congress that are saying that these, these Twitter files are like just irrelevant. The Twitter files, the receipts are irrelevant, but the January 6th unselect committee that has no relevance at all, they should be seen as heroes and thanked for their service. And and according to KGP, is is up there with the Civil War. Yes, again, yep. As one of the most horrific events in U.S. history. Mm-hmm. Now... You want to compare January 6th, where nobody died except for Ashley Babbitt, who is a patriot, a veteran. Yep. There are people, there are still people to uh, yesterday, I believe, after they, you know, uh, voted to, to refer four criminal charges uh, to the DOJ for Donald Trump, that literally there was a thing going around Twitter going, and remember, for those officers lost that day. And they had the picture of the four officers that I think three of them killed themselves. One died of a stroke or two of them killed themselves. One died of a stroke. One died from some other complication. None of them were killed that day. As a matter of fact, Brian Sicknick, God rest his soul, his death was not related to the events on January 6th. His family said that. His family said, stop using our loved one's name. Yep as being killed on January 6th. And then when they talk about the Civil War, Rob Reiner put out something today, two days that will forever be remembered in our nation's history. The first is December 19th, the only time a U.S. president was criminally referred to the U.S. Department of Justice. And the second will be the day the U.S. Department of Justice indicts President Trump. Like, those are the two days that are going to be remembered in our nation's history. Number one, Rob Reiner, you dumb fat fuck. Nobody, and I mean nobody, except these liberal sons of bitches are ever going to remember what happened on December 19th. And I'll tell you what, 
most of them are going to figure what happened on December 19th. Oh, that's when watermelon had Matt Cunt Cheney decided to refer criminal charges for the big bad orange man to the DOJ with no relevance at all, no relevancy at all. And then, oh, the second will be the day the U.S. Department of Justice indicts, indicts uh, and he won't even say Donald Trump, that president, Donald Trump. Let me tell you something. When the indictment comes down, because I'm sure there will be at some point, it's going to be great because Donald Trump is going to use that to his advantage because he's so clever at, the, at doing this. The left is going to be going crazy. Look, the 2024 candidate, he, he, he's a, a presidential candidate. He can't run for office. He was indicted. It's all bullshit. And I'll tell you, that, remember this, people. If Donald Trump is indicted and they go through the trial process, realize when discovery hits, everything's on the table. Everything. How, do you, how do you introduce evidence legally that's, that, that's through a discovery? It would be the stupidest decision for them to take that to trial. And I truly believe that it's going – and I, I, we had this discussion when he got raided at Mar-a-Lago. We had this conversation, and oh, I, yeah. said, I we can go back to the footage and look at it. And I said this back then, and I, I stand by the statement in the fact that I think it's going to be a public optics type event if they give have an indictment for Donald Trump, like I like a Roger Stone type situation. Like I don't think it's going to be like, uh, hey, turn yourself in, you've been indicted. It's going to be FBI at the front at the front door of Mar-a-Lago arresting him and giving him a perp walk uh and the secret service is gonna have the warrant they're gonna see the warrant etc um i don't i don't i don't i don't think that's gonna happen i i don't um i do i think they i think they want to make a, a whole optics about it they can so they can show the you know something? even if they did honestly he would he would turn that around so fast Oh, it'd like, be the worst decision of their lives. The Mar-a-Lago raid blew up in their face yep. and galvanized the base. Yep. And that's exactly what would happen. It, even just the indictment. Let's say he was indicted. He's got to come in, you know, like uh, whatever it is, or they, they'll send his lawyers, whatever they do um, for the arraignment with him, because it, it, it's, a it's, it's a touchy situation. It's the United States. It, it, it's touchy how they're going to do it. You do Mike it with the Roger Stone. Like, this yeah, is I mean, a uh, Roger Stone wasn't a former president. Like no, I get it. No, but he's he's a political figure in in this country for yeah. sure. No matter how yeah, you. Well, no, right, but it's it, it's 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 just a different level. And again, it's political theater. And if they do it, it's going to blow up in their face. And I think it'll just galvanize the base again. Yeah. Of course, you'll get your your never Trumpers on the Republican side going, "Yeah, we knew it the whole time." You'll get, and then every Rob Reiner again, and Bette Midler, and Barbara Streisand, and all these other idiots out there will just. They'll be having Hollywood elite parties. They'll, they will literally, there will be Trump indictment parties of the elite. There'll be Trump indictment rallies. There'll be Trump indictment fucking parades in blue cities. And it, it'll, it'll be wild. And it'll be interesting. Will be. I don't think that they have the support that, <clears throat> that you, you think that they do. I think, I think it's a lot of, media propaganda that's oh, i don't think they have the support but uh, but there listen there are a lot of people there are a lot of people that, oh, that, that oh, oh, for sure people. And there's a lot of people that that hate donald trump and forget about all the great things that he did they like they actually fucking hate the dude um it's it's re it's really sad and uh unfortunate because 
this guy has done so much for the American public. This guy has actually done things for the American people that no previous administration, no previous president has ever done. Like, really think about pre-Donald Trump. It was, I, I had the outlook that we were fucked. Like the generation before me, it was, it was the housing market. Wasn't a gazillion dollars. Like you could actually afford to buy a house. Like the, the, uh, the job market was, was not shipped off to foreign nations. You can actually get a job, a, a good paying job. And that job is going to be loyal to you. And you're going to get a pension and have a good retirement plan. Like all of those things were out the window. Gas was $5 a gallon in New Jersey at the time. It wasn't, it wasn't looking like it was going to get any better either. All of a sudden, Orange Man comes in, and the economy is booming. Jobs are coming back, uh, and, and gas is super low, and every, everybody is sitting pretty. Now, and I guarantee I'd be willing to bet my life savings that if Hill Dog won that election, we would have never, ever seen the numbers – that we saw with Donald Trump, the trajectory would have continued downward instead of making a complete 180 turn when Donald Trump took office. Um, and a lot of people are just so pissed off about mean fucking tweets. They're like, Oh, the guy's fucking, he, he's not presidential. He, you know, he, he's, he's too polarizing. Like Explain that's to me. Someone defined to me what presidential means. I mean, was Bill Clinton was Bill Clinton presidential when he was getting his dick sucked in the Oval Office? Was I mean, I mean, come on, what was let's what was John F. Kennedy presidential when him and his brother were double teaming Marilyn Monroe, the Attorney General, and the sitting and the, and the President of the United States when they were friggin' you know, yeah, a secret tunnel to sneak broads in to have affairs, uh, so his wife didn't know, like, and she knew, like, but like. What? Yeah explain to me what presidential is. And, you know, you said something, which I agree with at all, what Donald Trump has done for the American people. I know I had a lot more money in my pocket and my investment accounts when Donald Trump was president. I look at it now, my 401k is like a 201k. You know, the percentage that I've been, that I'm down since the big bad orange man was in office is astronomical and i know i'm not the only one especially civil servants out there and i'm self-employed and i'm looking at it and i'm like what's going on but take all take all the policy stuff out of it what what he did governing wise policy wise take all that out of it don't forget all the things that donald trump did for the american people especially the younger people who never would have paid attention to politics if it was not for donald trump running and winning the presidency in 2016. Think about all of the things that came to light and that he exposed, mm -hmm. and it's still exposing as a former president, but the things that he exposed and pointed out that he was talking about in the 80s, like China raping us, ass raping us at every turn, and then he became president and exposed it all. Just the showing, pulling back the curtain and saying, hey, Look at this shit, America. This is your government that does not work for you. They look at you as peasants. It's the uniparty, the establishment, and they fucking hate you. If it was not Donald Trump, we would still be wondering, wow, what's the government doing that's so fucked up? Now that our suspicions have, have, have been proven, 
confirmed. 100% confirmed. Not even proven. 100% fact. And and you think about what you're saying. I, I, I absolutely agree. It almost made politics cool. And he exposed and he's been doing it since from Jump Street. Like, remember when Hillary Clinton was like, hey, we're going to expose your taxes. He's like, uh, okay, cool. You're just going to show everybody that my taxes are fine and I'm using these loopholes, the same loopholes that you guys are using, that you guys actually created to you. prepaid taxes. And the big thing was, oh, he only paid $750 this one year because he prepaid millions of dollars in taxes for benefits and tax breaks. And that's what the – listen, every billionaire out there, whether it's Donald Trump, whether it's Jeff Bezos, whether it's Elon Musk, every single one – who has smart financial people and accountants, mm-hmm. they all know the loopholes, whether it's real estate, whatever it is. Charity okay. Foundation, Belize, Cayman Islands. Like there's so many loopholes that these 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 elites use. And, you know, regular American people, middle-class America, can use these same loopholes, similar loopholes. You don't have to be a billionaire to use some of the loopholes that these billionaires use. You have to have a tactful accountant that knows what to do. Not just and, that. I uh, mean, there's, there's actually plenty of loopholes in there. Uh, I don't know if you know the financial advisor, Peter Schiff. He's a big gold guy. He's big into gold. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I've heard of him, yes. Um, I really like a lot of his his talking points and, and what he's about, but I really uh, – I found out recently about his father um, – I think it's Elijah Schiff or something like that. You related to Adam Schiff? No, I don't think so. He might be. Who the fuck knows? Um, but his father wrote uh, a bunch of banned books, Alan. They're no longer allowed to be sold. One's called The Federal Mafia. <laughs> it, it teaches the average human being how to get around the tax code and not have to pay taxes. Um, and it teaches everybody how to do it. And you can't you can't find the book anywhere. I went to go try to buy a copy on Amazon or something. Yeah. There's one like uh, independent seller and he's selling it for like $400. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna buy that. Um, but I do wanna, I do wanna read it. And uh, I, I've heard a lot of really good things about it. But the, these, are, these are things that people have been doing forever but he's been calling it out he's like yeah i used it but you guys created it i only used it because you guys created it and it's there for everybody to use and he's like i taught a bunch of people how to use it too like this is this just pissed off that people are using it successfully they're not breaking the law nope they're using the tax law to their benefit so did you see dan scavino's post the other day about how Donald Trump would be treated if he was a Democrat. Uh, I might have. I see a lot of stuff he posts. I wanted to ask you about what uh, some people are calling your best week ever uh, last week. That smile, that cute smile, we all love in that guy, that wonderful boy smile of his. He just gave us there after he made his little crack about the holiday spirit. I haven't seen that in months. He had a way of speaking inspirationally, but also really seriously laying out the stakes. What is your favorite musical genre? Anything Trump. Seeing him is like (laughs) a Jesus Christ superstar, seeing this guy in front of people. He's got that celebrity aura about him, and in that moment, he was owning that you can see it in the crowd the thrill the hope how they surge to it 
you're looking at an American political phenomenon. I love that guy. I love him. I love him. <laughs> I've been observing. Your dog looks like he's out of control. You have to get over it. It is probably the single most iconic piece of political campaign imagery in the last generation. Yes. I want to personally thank him for changing my life. During these first 100 days, what has surprised you the most about this office, enchanted you the most about serving in this office, humbled you the most? That's enough. Put down the mic. Uh, Tell me that's not so true, though. Like, if if the if he was a Democrat, this is how they'd cover him. It would be even more uh, of sucking his dick. It'd be nonstop. Yeah, I mean that's that's just how it goes. You know, it, it's it's so going to be interesting. He's made a few statements. He said, "Worse now than ever in history of our country. Our country is sick inside, very much like a person dying of cancer. The crooked FBI, the so-called Department of Justice, and the intelligence—all parts of the Democrat Party and system—is the cancer. These weaponized thugs and tyrants must be dealt with, uh, or our once great and beautiful country will die." And he's a thousand percent right. Our our country is is on the brink of societal collapse everything is corrupt the corruption is out in the open done in broad daylight and no one is batting an eyelash like really really think about the fact that we found out yesterday that the cia in fact murdered a sitting u.s president and no one is oh, I mean, a damn thing yeah. Because we knew they were instrumental in it. It was all through, listen, Lyndon Baines Johnson, the, the, the story, we knew it. Now it's just, oh, look. I, I agree. I agree. But but there's no accountability. Why, why, why are we not holding people accountable? Why are these people that were involved that are still around, which they are, not being held accountable? Who was involved in the CIA at that time? Oh, maybe George Poppy Bush. Um, he was the head of. Oh, he's dead. I know he's dead, but there was many other people that were involved that are around. What? what why? Why is there no accountability? The the country's falling apart. The Twitter files—they're actively suppressing conservative voices on social media and paying using our tax dollars. So I am paying money. To have myself and my voice censored by the federal government. James, you're you're paying money to traffic <laughs> children at the southern border. I know. I know. It's a total so, fit, like, where, so where's the accountability for that? Where's the I accountability agree. of flooding the southern border with five million illegal aliens? How about when now the Republicans I forget her name. Oh God, she's such a piece of shit. A lot of names today. She she had um, she she she, she interviewed Greg Abbott and basically said, but now what they're trying to do, these news actors, because it's a narrative. This will blow up in their face, like when they were trying to blame Donald Donald Trump for COVID vaccine uh, injuries and deaths. That blew up on their face quick, so they backtracked that. But now they're saying that, well, Republicans talking about the southern border are really telling the migrants because they're listening closely to the messaging and they're saying that the republicans are responsible for the surge of the southern border because in fact okay. democrats 
Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and Mayorkas have said publicly that the border is closed, do not come. But Republicans are the ones saying, well, no, 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 the border is wide open. So they're trying to blame Republicans now for the border crisis and just spin the narrative because the mainstream media and the left does. And if we all remember 2019 in the presidential debate, what did Joe Biden say when he was standing between Bernie Sanders and Pocahontas? He said, we will surge the border. We want them to come. They weren't wearing Trump T-shirts at the border. Perfectly they were wearing white Harris T-shirts. Per- perfectly pristine white Biden Harris yeah. T-shirts with smartphones. It, it 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 was absolutely absurd, and I you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Um, but Trump made some statements uh, with Chanel Rian. I love her. Fucking love her. Smoke. Um, about what's going on with Twitter. And uh, here's his take. This week, Twitter Files 7 now shows it goes beyond collusion. The FBI, it turns out, was paying Twitter yep. to the tune of $3 yep. million. Would you characterize yep. that payment as an incentive or a bribe? Well, I characterize it as terrible. Yeah, 3.7 million or something like that, and uh, possibly a lot more because that's only what they have right now. Uh, No, it's terrible. I'm just telling you, the country can't believe what they're seeing. And Elon Musk did a big service when he released all of this stuff because our country is corrupt. Our elections are corrupt. We have a very sad and sick country, but we have a very corrupt country. Who would have ever thought we would have seen the FBI putting their hand on the election, not only putting their hand on, but you saw the poll companies come out, could have made a 20 point difference. Now, you know, without it, I won this election, but with it, it's, it's, you know, 20 points, you're talking about millions and millions and millions of votes. And I think if they added all up 32,000 votes, even by their count, 32,000 is what you needed. This, the pollsters said this would have had a many millions of votes difference. So, they rigged the election. What it's is, unbelievable. Uh, and people now see it. People now agree right. to that. Right. Mm-hmm. No, the Elon Musk's Twitter files are certainly uh, confirming so much of what we suspected, so much of what we knew, many of us. Uh, well, number you, seven release is amazing, actually. It, it really is, with a, with a monetary exchange. Um, and no doubt this was happening at other companies, not just Twitter. Bingo. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's what amazing. would you what would you give Elon Musk uh, if you were to grade him and grade his takeover? I think he's worth going to. I'll tell you why in a minute. Well, I don't know because I think the price was very high, you know. But I hope that Elon's going to be successful with Twitter. I think it's great that he's releasing this stuff because he's showing what a corrupt country we're yeah. living in. He Musk actually put out a poll, as you know, asking the public if he should step down, that he would abide by the poll results. And Mr. President, it looks like Elon is hunting for a new Twitter CEO. Any advice from Musk on this one? Yeah, I think he wanted to step down. I think that's Mm -hmm. a good way of stepping down, you know, just losing a poll and say, hey, I'm out of here. But what what uh, advice would you give Mr. Musk here in looking for a new CEO? You need somebody that has a lot of different hats. That's not an easy thing to find in that world. You need technology, you need politics, you need sort of everything. And you have to have business sense, a good business sense. 
So it's uh, going to be interesting to see who that is. But I think he probably wanted to step down. It was it was great that he released. And from what I hear, the things that he's got are even more damning than mm-hmm. what's already been seen in seven and five and six. It's it's even more damning. It's supposed to be Uh-oh. incredible. Well, I and know, it's a very important part of his legacy. I, I'll tell you that it certainly is. Would you would you characterize him as a hero in this regard? Yeah, right. I, the hero. Uh, mm-hmm. I think no heroes. Heroes a fucking sandwich. I think it's more important than other things he's done, uh, and it's very important. He's showing our country is was off the rails and still is. We'll see whether or not this helps fix it. But the Republicans have to get a lot tougher. Thank you, Mr. President. Thank you very much. Thanks, Chanel. He's right. The Republicans, the Republicans do need to get a lot tougher. And you think what? I think she's a phony. As soon as he said, talked about the election being stolen, she gave him a yeah, cut him off, and started talking about Elon Musk. She didn't even address it, and none of them are going to address it. And you know what? Democrats will take that those that soundbite right there. They will take that and they will use that and say, look. Uh, what, what may have people would call a fluff piece, which it wasn't. It was just an interview with the former president. It wasn't mm-hmm. a, a controversial one. She wasn't pressing him on anything, right? She's obviously yeah. maybe maybe she's a fan, but they just wanted his, his opinion on what's going on with Twitter and and Elon but, Musk. But they will take that part and they will say, "Look, there he is talking about the big lie, the stolen election again," and this person who had him on the interview didn't even acknowledge it she went right into talking about elon musk and what he's doing at twitter and is he a hero and the ceo and all this other jerk off bullshit it's just stuff like that really irks me because even so-called if some of the conservative whether it's influencers podcasters news uh personalities when that comes up most of them will just like they didn't even hear it like yep. it was a glitch in the matrix. Like they didn't hear it. They won't acknowledge it and they won't speak about it. Deflect, deflect, deflect. Immediate immediate deflections and changing of uh, the conversation and the direction of what talking points you're going to be able to present. They do it all the time, man. And this is why, you know, shows like ours are so important. And it's uh, why people need to share our content and not just ours, other small shows like Steak for Breakfast and Sergeant Samurai, Two Dune Men. So many, so many great shows uh, that that are out there at this point um, that are better than any of this mainstream media garbage. Like you still have so many conservatives. And, and this is part of the reason why we have the divide that we, we were talking about in the conservative movement. It's because of this conservative media. It's, 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 they play a huge role in that Absolutely. divide. And they play a huge role in the reason why people don't have the answers that, or don't know the same things uh, that they should know. Because Fox is only giving you little bits and pieces of the story. OAN is giving you another bits and pieces of the story. Newsmax is giving you bits and pieces of the story. They're all trash. They're all garbage. And I, 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 I brought that interview up because um, it gives you a little insight of how he sees the Twitter files. And you could see directly that uh, that immediate take when he sees what comes out in those Twitter files goes right to the election, goes right to the 2020 election and the FBI's involvement of rigging the election. 
Like mm-hmm. that is a direct. The first thing that he brought up, it was immediate. And it shows that this is another way that they rigged the election. And this is 100% proof that they rigged the election. And I'm very interested to see where this goes and how this unfolds, because what's going on in Arizona is pretty wild. Um, this is the first time this is going to trial. The court of public opinion uh, is is going to to be very important in, in this case. I think what's happening at Twitter, the, the main thing is the court of public opinion because people are now realizing that they are they are they are actively censoring one political party. Um, they're actively censoring the a, a, a world leader and not and uh, for no reason whatsoever. Like there's the people are seeing this stuff. And that that is so important, more so than any uh, accountability or actions at this point in the game. That the accountability and actions will come after the court of a public opinion turns. That's what needs to happen. The court of public opinion needs to be so sick and tired of this corruption and this evil that they're like, all right, enough is enough. Like this is too fucking much. And it's getting to that point. We're getting closer and closer by the day. But what's going on in Arizona? is really, really interesting. And uh, attorney Tom Renz uh, seems to believe that this is the most compelling and credible case that has ever been brought to the table by the Supreme Court. Well, credible case, in my opinion, that's ever been filed on an election suit. Can you imagine an elected official interfering with an election? You don't hide things unless you've got something to hide. Election liars are working really hard in Arizona right now. 59% of the machines in Maricopa County went down on election day. 59%. That didn't happen anywhere else in the state. The guy running those machines, the county recorder, had a pack that was working to make sure that Carrie Lake couldn't get elected. Coincidence? I think there should be an investigation. And guess what? He should welcome that investigation of everything. He should welcome that to disprove us crazy election deniers, right? The person who supported Katie Hobbs abused her power as Secretary of State to ensure that Carrie Lake would be censored by social media. She should have recused herself. Do you know what else she did? Other counties in the the great state of Arizona were saying, no, we don't want to certify this. She threatened to arrest the officials. She doesn't have the authority to do that, but she did it anyways. Why? Because she's a crook. We had a civil rights movement where we fought to ensure that every vote would count and that everybody would have a vote. We need to make sure that that's still happening. We have to fight for freedom. We have to fight for justice. We have to fight for fair elections. The court's got to give it serious, serious consideration. They've got to support this. The people got to support this. We've got to get this out. We really need to make sure people know what's going on. It'll be interesting to see what happens with the pre-trial hearings. Hopefully it goes through and we'll see what happens. Christina Bob, Donald Trump's attorney, last week when I was on, Again, steak for breakfast with her. I had asked her, uh, asking her about ballot harvesting and stuff, and she said that, uh, and <clears throat> what, how she thought our, the things in Arizona would go, would go, and she seems to think that there is a clear path of some sort of victory here, whether it's whether it maybe not to overturn an election or maybe not even to have a new election, but to have some sort of solid outcome. That, that that proved nefarious intent, stolen election or whatever it is, or that maybe she will have, she has a good shot of, of well, I don't know, having a new election or just overturning it. Me, I, I I don't know it, but the, you know, the, here's the thing, Alan. Here's the thing. This is the furthest any election uh, has any election interference has gotten in the court system. Yep. 
Like I said, the court of public opinion is very important. And the fact that this is going to be a very public trial, I don't think that the mainstream media is going to cover it. But I think because of people like us, because of uh, other social media influencers and and uh, accounts, they're going to share this far and wide and everybody's going to have this information fairly quickly. Well, if, um, it's, if it's going to actually go to trial, where they're going to start – have a trial date and start, they know they're going to do the, uh, pre-trial hearings and maybe work it out and then come up with a trial date. It'll be interesting to see because this is a state Supreme Court, I believe, right? Was, uh, uh, no, 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 Maricopa County Court, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we'll see what the judge does about um, if, if they're going to have these hearings or even the trial, if he's going to allow press cameras in on trial that'll be the discretion of the judge it will 100 and we i don't trust our justice system at all but it's a step in the right direction alan and i'd rather i'd rather sit here and look at this as as an opportunity rather than saying all right nothing's going to happen it's very Mm -hmm. easy to say nothing's going to happen um i i can understand nothing's going to happen because if you were going to say nothing is going to happen then I would understand saying nothing is going to happen if this was not going to this, to the next step, to the trial step, at least to the pre-trial hearing step. Yes. And, and again, election integrity, no election integrity lawsuit that I know of anyway since 2020 has been uttered in the same sentence and phrase and paragraph as trial or pre-trial. So again, yeah, this is a step in the right direction. So you can't say – Oh, nothing is going to happen. Now, but- let's just say, hypothetically, and speculate that something does come of this, mm-hmm. and the election does get overturned, or there is another vote because mm-hmm. of the corruption and the illegality of the vote and the voting systems and the machines and Katie Hobbs and you know the list that Tom Wren's just. Right and, different, and, the, and the, the the ballots that were printed at a different length, like the the ones okay. that kept, that kept uh, you know fifteen times, it wouldn't accept the ballots because the ballots, I believe, were uh, made to take nineteen inch ballots, and they had printed illegally at uh, twenty inch ballots, I believe. The three hundred thousand votes that uh, didn't go through the proper uh, safety protocols, um, yeah. you know, chain of custody protocols. Uh, The the list goes on and on and on. Now, let's just say it does get overturned in court. Mm -hmm. And Kerry Lake does become the governor. I think not only not only is this the a, a much better outcome than her winning it outright. Like the the best possible scenario that could ever happen would would be exactly this because not only would the election systems be fixed in Arizona going forward because she's going to probably institute voter ID. She's probably going to uh, uh, get rid of the Dominion servers. She's probably going to do a lot of those things, but not only that, her election that she was in was severely rigged and she only won because the rigging was exposed. And that sets a precedent in Arizona. Arizona was one of those very important swing states in Maricopa County, which is the county that is directly affected by this governor's election, is the same county that was discussed in 2020. 
Now we have irrefutable evidence in court and and election was an overturned precedent was set because of what happened. You have that opens up a giant can of worms, Alan, and there's no going back. There's no putting that can of worms back in. And yeah, if Carrie Lake's the governor, if Carrie Lake's the governor, does she look in to the 2020 election? Does she, she said she was going to. She that that was that was a plan of hers as well. She she had already said that. So now the evidence is already on the table. Now 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 what what does this do? And it's the same thing that we're talking about with Twitter. It's the same exact scenario. If this is happening in Twitter, and like Donald Trump said in that interview, it's clearly happening on other platforms. Mm-hmm. It's not just Twitter. No. Well, it's not just Arizona. It's it's other states as well. And this could open up a can of worms that can't get put back in. Uh, there's now irrefutable evidence and a, pre- a precedent that has been set. And now I'm not saying that's going to happen. I don't want to give everybody hopium and think that's 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 what is happening. Mm-hmm. But it is on the table. And like like I like to say all the time, Let's see what happens. Yeah, I think I think there's a lot on the table. I, you know, I just go really quick back to Twitter and what's going go, on there. Go for uh, it. Circle back, Saki style. Circle back. Hold on. Donald Trump needs to um, needs to start tweeting. It's and it's funny because uh, Liz Harrington again on State for Breakfast. Uh, we were talking about oh, you're getting all these cool guests and never bringing them over here. <laughs> Talking, talking. I, I'm just, I just, I'm just a seat filler, you know. I, well, I, I think that garden gnome that just takes up seats. That's it. That's all I do. Um, and she made a good point. You know, Truth Social is home for her, Donald Trump, obviously, because it's his. But Twitter is the battlefield, and Liz Harrington said, you know, she, she's. Again, Truth Social is her home. She does have a Twitter handle, and she's going to start doing some tweeting over there. Donald Trump reinstated, hasn't touched it yet. He had said, eh, I don't really want to go back to Twitter. I could tell you it's obvious. It's common sense. Everybody has to agree. The moment Donald Trump tweets once on Twitter, it wouldn't surprise me if Twitter gets so overwhelmed and active, it fucking crashes the Twitter servers. It would light Twitter on or, fire, or, or, or they'll they'll crash it because of all the activity. Whatever, whatever it is, I, 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 like we can't have this guy reaching all these people again. Like this is not good. And I think as a presidential candidate, especially now, I mean, you know, we're six hundred and whatever days, 80, 90 something days away, literally for the 2024 election. We don't know what's going to happen yet. We don't know who else is joining the, you know, going to be throwing their hat in the ring, whatever. I feel that he has an obligation to one of the largest, if not the largest social media platform in the world um, that he needs to utilize that platform to reach the people that are not on truth social um and and really step it put it into high gear and get in the fight and get on the twitter battlefield and i will i never liked twitter ever even before i was in the podcasting world and i had like a private twitter account i'm like this is so stupid what you know like i just i hated it I get it, and I think I hated it because back then Twitter was like, eh, 
and then then I I got in in the in the conservative podcasting world and uh, was completely just shit on on Twitter. Nobody saw anything, and every everything was you know shadow banned and blah 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 and 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 hit for every little violation known to man because of the FBI and everybody else. Um, now that it's wide open for a lot of people and and getting the higher engagement. Not me. Oh, you suck at life. Um, <laughs> it is a, and it, I will say now, it is an important battlefield to be on. I and, agree. You know, you sh- everyone should be on Twitter one way or another, whether it's memeing, trolling these leftist assholes respectfully, not wishing violence on anybody. Of course, they're going to wish violence on you. I've already been getting that on Twitter. Yep. But yep. it's, it's a it's a necessity in the, in the in the information war that we are in it is a necessity for those of us who have the traction have the platform and have the following on twitter to use it to fight the good fight the information battle because there is so much still right now nefarious information from the left on there all out lying on the, on these talking points yes. and, and, and and what's going on? Making that, this up. These people need to whether whether they don't respond, people will see your responses oh. as long as you are putting them on notice that they are full of shit and fighting the good fight. That's what we need to do. Every January sixth post, every single January sixth post that I see, I've been putting this in the comments, and and they have no answers for it. What's that? This, oh, is yeah. of course, I put the this in the comments. Oh, here's some police officers just letting people just coast by when they were giving those the Capitol Police officers when you know Mitch McConnell, Kevin McCarthy, Nancy Pelosi, all the who's who in Congress were handing out gold medals to these Capitol Police officers. I was tweeting and posting saying, Oh, look, that these ridiculous just clowns of Congress are giving out awards to the best, the best doormen that the government has to offer. Because that's exactly what happened. Insurrectionists, these violent insurrectionists. No, no, okay, now, right. And and we know, because we'll play this video, and every leftist will play the video of, you know, in the, the... Heart of the riots, where where bear spray is being sprayed, people are being beaten with police shields, and I get it. And again, I I, I think anybody who threw a fist, anybody who threw anything, anyone who did any type of vandalism and violence, the people that shit all on desks. What about the that that shit, what about the people that shit on desks? I think everybody who went in there to deface. The People's House I went in there with nefarious activities. Cocaine Mitch doesn't deserve a fucking no. steam desk. You know what? Mitch McConnell and Nancy Pelosi deserve all of that. <laughs> but our, at the United States Capitol didn't deserve that. I agree. It's okay? Not, that they I agree. didn't deserve that, and I think every single person that did something like that is a piece of shit. I don't think they should be rotting in jail for trespassing. No. Okay. Uh, my opinion is they're pieces of shit for doing that. I don't think they should be going to jail for three and five and six and ten and twenty years for doing that. Nope. But they they shouldn't have been doing that. Okay. 
Absolutely not. Somebody walked into your house and took a shit on your couch. Besides wanting to kick the shit out of them, wouldn't you want that person to be held accountable? If it was your house, Alan, no, because you're a piece of shit. If someone walked into your house and took I get it, it. on your floor, I, uh, like, I no, get it. And hilarious. Uh, you but, probably deserved it. You're a piece of shit. Oh, and on that note, I want to, for the record, because he said it, I think, today or yesterday, Mike Pence did go on record on one of the interviews because the, the left was going crazy and calling Mike Pence out for that, even Democrat lawmakers, um, where Mike Pence said, you know, his speech, his, his wording it was reckless. But he should not uh, see any type of indictment or, cr- or criminal prosecution. Mike Pence, and I, I hate Mike Pence. Mike Pence did say that either today or yesterday that he believes there should be no, no criminal referrals, indictments, prosecution of Donald Trump for anything that has to do with January 6th. Whether he has an ulterior motive for saying that because he plans on running for president against him, it doesn't matter. I like how he said it because he's right. Even though he's a piece of shit, he's still right. No, without a doubt. He's I, I I'm I'm a big believer in message over messenger. Like I I'm a really big believer in that at this point in the game. Uh the you have to, to, to look at the message and, and take the message for what it is rather than who's delivering it at this point. Um, because like people I, I said it last week, people like Russell Brand, you would think of him as a crazy liberal. Like, well, oh, he was at one point. I know he's married to Katie, Satanist Katy Perry. And, he, uh, and he's not a, he's not right wing in it by any means. But. No, no. But he's dropping truth on a regular basis. When yeah. Joe Rogan drops truth, I do not like a lot of Joe Rogan's takes or points. But sometimes sometimes he says some things that you're like, yo, that's spot fucking on. That is a great point. Like Samuel, Samuel Rivera, uh, one of our friends of the show, good friends with Garrett from Sergeant Samurai. He takes a lot of Joe Rogan's really good quotes and puts some good video behind it. He's a great video editor. Mm-hmm. Um, some of those quotes, like you're like, wow, that's spot on. And you can't, uh, you post something like that. Oh, he's controlled up. He's this, that, and the other. Like, it, it, forget about that. Like for Mike Pence, he's a piece of shit. He got a, he got a letter at George W. Bush's, uh, funeral like all the other cabal puppets um he he didn't do anything uh on january 6th when he could have and actually overturned and and <laughs> overturned the election and gave it to who it was supposed to be and maybe maybe just maybe he was supposed to do that because I say all the time on this show, Alan, that if that if Donald Trump had got in or the election was overturned on the 6th or the 20th, if anything that, that happened, we'd be seeing none of this. It would be constant media, orange man bad, COVID this, China virus that, and it would, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't see the Afghan situation. We wouldn't see the economy. We wouldn't see the forced van- mandates. We wouldn't see the, the, the exposure of big pharma, the, the shipping containers, like we can, the Ukraine war, none of this would be happening. None of it. And these are all major parts and, and reasons as to why people are waking up. Twitter would probably not be sold if Donald Trump was in office. We're probably getting this information right now that we're getting from Elon Musk. Yeah. These are all things that would, the election, just the election period, the fact that it's really like the majority of the country believes that it's rigged. Like that's a big deal. And we would not know this stuff if any of that, if, if Donald Trump had gotten in. So maybe Mike Pence was supposed to do what he did. And he was, he was 
playing his role. And I, I don't trust him. I don't think he's a good guy. I don't like him, but maybe that was his, that was his role for that day was to not overturn the elector votes. It's, yeah. it's very interesting. How he, couldn't have, he, he, he technically couldn't have overturned them. He could have sent it back to the States. Yes. That he could have done. Yes. Uh, but you know, whatever it's, uh, it's 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 all fucked up. I think it's fucked, dude. I think we're gonna see. Oh, and by the way, I just have to. Uh, I have to come clean on something. Oh, Alan, what'd you do? Well, you mentioned about all the um, all the notes that all the oh, members God. of the globalist cabal got at Alan. Alan was that, that was a George. Was that, I don't. I, I remember that was George Bush's funeral. Right? That was Bobby Bush's right. funeral. Yeah, where Jeb so, like looked like he saw a ghost. Yeah, in well, in my, in my CIA psyop brain of mine, all of those letters were actually from me. And when they opened it up, it said, "I see you. Go fuck yourself." And it was a picture of my dick. That's I come coming clean to let you know. I've been wondering for so long, Alan, what was in those letters. I'm so glad that you clarified. I was hoping it was going to be like you, spread eagle, and. Like like full 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 blown Alan Jacoby. No, they were. It was just it was just a dick pic because they were small little letters. That's you know that's all. They, were they, they get a magnifying glass with the letter yeah. from the envelope, like a little yeah. magnifying glass, so they can yeah. see it. What is that? Was, that? that was just my oh. way of telling them that they're all on notice that I see you, that I will at one point be handling you as well. That's it. Oh, oh good to know. I don't feel so bad. Alan's handling some of the most powerful people in the world. You know, everybody wants to be a psyop until it's time to do psyop shit. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> fucks over here that think they're with their psyops and they're not. That's absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Alan's professional. He's a reptile. He's a reptilian. Uh, I am Illuminati. Yep. You got to teach Lord Petty. Lord Petty wants lessons. I just got a brand new pair of uh, red shoes made out of human skin, dyed human skin that I'll be wearing Whoa. tomorrow. It's really fucking wild, dude. So speaking that you bring that up, funny that you bring that up, actually. Um, so my girl, she loves her normie, her normie shows. She loves like what an example, like what's a normie show? The normie podcasts, like the the BFF show, like with Dave Portnoy, and she loves like uh, all the Dave basic. He's like, I'm I'm sorry, but I think he is a closet homosexual sadist that likes to have hot melted mozzarella and marinara sauce from the pizza he judges dripped down his pants while getting kicked in the face with a high heel by a man dressed up as alex stein a woman dressed up as alex stein yeah david portnoy should burn the roof of his mouth for all eternity on the next slice of pizza that piece of shit puts in his mouth yeah, he's got some really cringy takes uh, sometimes, but he's got again message over messenger. He says some things that need to be said, and what he did during the the China virus with a lot of small businesses, I give him a lot of respect for that. Um, you know, I would have rather it. seen him drown in his bathtub, but go hey, ahead. you're you're you're, <laughs> <laughs> you're a piece of shit, Alan. I mean, nothing, nothing. Oh, Dave Portnoy, ultimate coach. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he's definitely not a, a good human being. Look at uh, me. I'm the CEO of Barstool Sports. I'm going to go gamble $25,000 on a bunch of idiots throwing 
a ball through a hoop. You also, you also don't like sports ball, so. I hate sports. Yeah, I know you do. I, know I like to cast a ball. <laughs> That's my sport of choice. It's a great sport, dude. Sarcastable. Yes. Coach Randy is like. Uh, oh, he's, what? He's. I, like, oh, what? I can't. I can't. I can't defend myself. That was, from, America. That was from the Little League. The Little That's League right. World Series. I love that. For what? Arrested <laughs> for what? I'm not allowed to stand up for myself. I thought this was America. Huh? America. I'm sorry. I thought this was America. <laughs> I love South Park. That That's will always be a classic. It's the greatest show of all time. I could watch that show from season one to season what twenty four at this point. Oh that and Family Guy. Family Guy, I can I could deliver. I can. It's okay. I I. It's funny. Don't get me wrong. There's some great clips from Family Guy, but it, it's the same comedy over and over again. Like it's just very yeah. repetitive. It's the same punchline like style. Like South Park. It's it's all relevant. Like it's. I, I just like the style of comedy where it's like ball busting more than like memory lane. <laughs> I can get around that. Huh? I can get around that. I yeah, I agree. Um, but no, it's 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 funny. Don't get me wrong. Family Guy's a good show. It's just not fucking South Park where I could I could literally put that on, finish the se- this, the whole show, and put it back on season one and start over. Um, I love that show. It's fucking epic. But um, we got uh, – fuck, what was I going to say? Oh, so JFK, we already knew um, that the CIA was, was going to take – or was the, involved in taking him out. That was something that us conspiracy theorists have been saying. And it's funny because the whole word conspiracy theorist was created by the CIA to – put a blanket statement on people questioning the JFK theories, which they were right the entire time. The J- the conspiracy theorists that created the term conspiracy theory and conspiracy theorists were right the entire fucking time. But one of the reasons why JFK was killed by the CIA is because of one speech and uh, it had to do with secret societies and censorship. And, it, and it, it really goes well with what's going on right now in today's climate with what our government is doing, what our government is involved in. And it also is because of Operation Northwoods, one of my favorite topics ever. One of the biggest red pills I've ever taken in my entire life. And it was a confirmation for me that 9-11 was an inside job. Because our intelligence agency, back in the day, came to JFK, because context is important. We're in the middle of a Cold War with Russia. Russia was trying to build nuclear bases on Cuba. And our intelligence agencies didn't want that to happen. So they concocted a plan. They were going to put a bunch of CIA agents on a plane, on a commercial plane, fly it to a military base, debrief them, drop them off. They were going to disguise a drone as a commercial airline exploded in between Cuba and Miami. They were going to surface a submarine and drop off plane parts and my favorite part, full passports. Sounds familiar. 
And then they were going to storm the beaches of Miami dressed in Cuban militant gear and killing innocent Americans. All of this so they can get the American public behind going to war with Cuba. JFK saw this and lost his fucking shit. He's like, absolutely not. And he never trusted his intelligence agencies ever again. This is what caused the conflict with the Bay of Pigs because he didn't trust the intelligence that he was getting because he knew the nefarious things that the CIA and the OSS, because that's what it was before the CIA when JFK was in office, um, were involved in. He knew the things that they were doing. And this speech specifically caused them out. He also said publicly that he was going to splinter the CIA into 5,000 pieces. This is something that he wanted to do. He wanted to go back to a gold, a gold back standard dollar. He wanted to get rid of the Federal, the Federal Reserve. These were all things that he wanted to do. But this is one of my favorite speeches of all time. The secret societies, they, they, they are a big part of reason that we're in the situation that we're in right now. They're the people that select our leaders, that run our world, and control everything. And he knew exactly what they were doing. And this is why the CIA, one of the reasons why the CIA killed him. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweigh the dangers which are cited to justify it. Even today, there is little value in opposing the threat of a closed society by imitating its arbitrary restrictions. Even today, there is little value in ensuring the survival of our nation if our traditions do not survive with it. And there is very grave danger that an announced need for increased security will be seized upon by those anxious to expand its meaning to the very limits of official censorship and concealment. That I do not intend to permit to the extent that it's in my control. And no official of my administration, whether his rank is high or low, civilian or military, should interpret my words here tonight as an excuse to censor the news, to stifle dissent, to cover up our mistakes, or to withhold from the press and the public the facts they deserve to know. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence, on infiltration instead of invasion, on subversion instead of elections, mm -hmm. on intimidation instead of free choice. Sounds like a Republican. By night instead of armies by day. It is a system which has conscripted vast human and material resources into the building of a tightly knit, highly efficient machine that combines military, diplomatic, intelligence, economic, scientific, and political operations. Its preparations are concealed, not published. Its mistakes are buried, not headlined. Its dissenters are silenced, not praised. No expenditure is questioned, no rumor is printed, no secret is revealed. 
is one of the greatest speeches made by any president ever. He literally put these evil fucks on blast. He called them all out publicly. Let it be known, like, hey, stop censoring shit. Your, your oaths, your secret oaths mean nothing anymore. The American public, the people deserve better. And they deserve to know the truth. And today, now that it's confirmed that our CIA murdered him, you see why. This speech right here is one of the reasons why he was killed. He, he, this is, I believe he died a few months after this speech was given. It wasn't, it wasn't long after he gave this speech. You imagine if a Democrat president gave that speech today on how, how better off our country may be or on the, on the right track to be like, well, it, it's funny because I was, I was talking to our friend Dylan the other day and something got brought up about JFK and I had made the, the comment that in today's standards, JFK would be considered a far right wing extremist. With oh, his, absolutely. He'd be considered a, a cons- crazy right wing extremist. And with a speech like that, he'd be called a conspiracy theorist. And do you really think it's a coincidence that so many Kennedys died? And there's so many questions around all of their deaths. Like it's it, none of it is clear cut and, and simple. Right. Yep. None of it. None of it. And they're all dying. Like you would think that the Kennedys are the most un- unlucky family ever because everybody dies early and it's not like they die of natural causes or even disease. Like it's a horrific accident or they're murdered. Yeah. Coincidence though. Just, just all a coincidence. Meanwhile, meanwhile, we're finding out that the original conspiracy theorists were a hundred percent right. Like our CIA has been involved in so much evil, in so much disgusting acts. The fact that nobody cares and says a damn thing is wild to me. Like this is just another day, and maybe it's because 2022 is the craziest fucking time of uh, ever like history ever (laughs) it's fucking bananas and it's a clown world and none of it makes sense but our cia they killed jfk they lied to get us into wars they lied about the war on drugs they used 9-11 to spy on us they partnered with private companies to censor us they used the virus they made in a lab to lock us down and steal our money and they scared people into taking a dangerous vaccine like, how long have we been saying on our platforms, Alan, that these three-letter agencies need to be disbanded? That we need to eliminate all of them? That they need oh, in, in in a perfect world. I mean, that would be great. Of course, but unfortunately, even even if it were, even if there was someone had the balls to, let's just say, completely dismantle the FBI, it would never work because there would always be survivors, like roaches that survive you know a nuclear bomb there will always be those rat individuals that are saved and it would just the process would manifest again no matter what and then 
that's 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 why I say uh, it can't be just a remove and replace operation. It can't be. The the if you want to fix what's going on in our country, if you want to fix the corruption, the evil, a remove and replace operation will never ever work because not only are you right with the roaches that will that will still survive that won't that won't get taken out. That always happens. You're not going to eradicate evil. It's never going to happen. But at the same time, even if you vet every person that you remove and replace and you put in your guy or your person that's, you know, you know, is never going to be corrupted and, you know, is going to uh, do do the right thing all of the time behind closed doors, 24 seven. Right. That person's eventually going to leave office or die. And eventually it's going to it's going to go back to a vote. Eventually, even if it's not the first or the second or the third vote, it's eventually going to happen where a corrupt person who wants power gets involved and gets a seat and all of a sudden the system starts over. Maybe five years, maybe 10 years, maybe 100 years, but eventually the system will be corrupted again because it's a corruptible system. There's a reason why our founding fathers warned us and put in the Constitution that we'd have to fight for our freedom once again. They knew this. They had enough foresight to see this. That document, that founding document, is one of the greatest documents ever written in the history of human existence in human civilization modern societies and these guys knew that there would be a point in time that this exact thing that we're seeing right now where our government is far overstepping their boundaries there's thousands of examples at this point we could spend a whole show doing it and we do it every fucking week it's true just now go ahead I, you, the, only, the only way the only way that we are fixing this situation is if we destroy the entire system and start from scratch based on our founding documents and that's the only way and and unless that happens the corruption is going to continue the evil is going to continue we in a perfect world alan all of these evil fucks get arrested and they all go to jail we get like we're all cheering they all get hung in the gallows it's the greatest fucking thing ever and it could be so perfect and be so happy but if we don't fix the actual system that they're running eventually it will be corrupted again and Maybe even, now but it will be in the future even if it was completely dismantled like and 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 built from scratch the ground up as our founding documents intended whatever you whatever it it is you will never ever eradicate corruption and evil it no. will fester again and the process will start again it's like it's like that it's like a friday the 13th movie so they're, they're, you're a thousand percent right. Like I said, you're never uh, uh, eradicating evil that will always be there. There will always uh, be people that will be thirsting for power, for money, etc. That That's not going anywhere. Generation to generation, that, that will never change. And I say all the time, the people that we fought in the first revolution are the same exact bloodlines and people that we're fighting today. It's the same exact evil. Nothing has changed. And that won't won't go away but when you rebuild when when you rebuild based on our founding documents there are certain things that we could that we now know oh they shut they did shut the lights on me yeah that's what i said they shut the lights on you 
I was like, what the hell are you talking about? They shut the lights on me. Yeah. Uh, hold on. What happens when you don't pay your electric bill? The lights go. No, my, my, my fucking battery died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking battery died. My, my fucking. My fucking. The members of the Ways and Means Committee today, they did vote. After three hours closed doors, they voted uh, along party lines 24 to 16 to release Donald Trump's uh, tax records. And they're um, they're going to release the transcript of the closed door proceedings when appropriate. And they didn't clarify when they'd be released, but announced that they'll um, there will be two two days to redact sensitive information before anything is released. Now, obviously, yeah, I hate that word again, unprecedented. Um, but all the Democrats on the Ways and Means Committee, you know, voted to release them. The Republicans didn't, and it will, um, you know, the bottom line is it's not about trying to expose anything nefarious because they know there's nothing there. The IRS had his tax records. Nothing happened. New York Attorney General had the tax records. Nothing happened. Now again, a meaningless committee in Congress is going to vote voted to release these things, most likely publicly, with, it, with sure. the redacted um, sensitive information. This is nothing more than malicious play at political theater. It's playing the political game because mm-hmm. they are so terrified, so terrified of him staying in politics, being relevant in, in politics, and running in 2024 for president. Do you see Liz Cheney's speech? I, I've I've seen many of them. Like I I can't hold it. She she's she's again. So going to Liz Cheney, Adam Kingsinger, like the other one. There's I think three members of the January sixth committee that are not even returning to Congress. They 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 did this thing with the referral. This is their last hurrah. It's smoke and mirrors. It is nothing but desperation. And again, it's sick how they have so many people fooled by the mainstream media. And these the, headline researchers, they, and they, they, these these left wing Hollywood elitists like the Rob Ryan is again, the Barbara Streisands, how look at this people with their millions and millions of followers that eat up their bullshit as they spew it. Look at this, the DOJ, the, the, the January 6th committee, they're referring criminal charges. Again, it doesn't matter. It's the same thing as referring criminal charges against Joe Biden. It means absolutely nothing. Now, you know, I want to know if the DOJ, obviously they have this special counsel, but the DOJ, are they forming a grand jury to do an indictment? Where is there? They're doing their own investigation on this bullshit. Of course and they are. It's interesting because what they voted, when did they vote? Yesterday. They voted mm-hmm. yesterday, and it's been the topic of every social media post from every leftist moron and every Democrat member of Congress on Twitter and everywhere else. But there has been radio silence from Merrick Garland and the DOJ. I was expecting. What's that? Who should be removed. (laughs) Well, yeah, I'm I'm hoping he's him and Mayorkas are the first ones that they go after heavily. But I I think it's interesting how, because he does do his press conferences and likes to stick up for the FBI and this one and that one and the other one. I'm I'm shocked that he has not 
done a press conference yet addressing of what the January 6th committee is referring unless they haven't physically received the physical package and he's going to receive it that it and have his people do what they're going to do with it as far as looking at it and then get in front of the camera and address what his plan is for what his DOJ is going to do with it. I'm wondering if maybe they'll just wait till after Christmas and next week, maybe you'll see. I, I'm just surprised there's no buzz of a press conference yet from uh, from Merrick Garland on it. Um, I'm very surprised as well, but at this point, nothing surprises me anymore. Um, they, I have no no idea what to expect next. Uh, there's going to be it's it, it's going to be a very back and forth uh, battle where we're going to get some really big juicy bombs, just like the Twitter files that are continuing to come out. And then they're going to put their headlines to spin the narrative uh, out about January 6th and about what's going on, about how Donald Trump is a, uh, well, the worst person ever and isn't fit to serve office and uh, f- completely forget about the actual stuff that we're finding out uh, th- through other means of media. Because no, they're not talking about any of it on, on mainstream media. Nobody no, they won't either because none of it the, – the narrative is Elon Musk is a villain – doing what he's doing with Twitter. The narrative also is, oh, he's going to step down as, as CEO of Twitter. And they all think that this is going, this is a victory. Meanwhile, hey, assholes, Elon yeah. Musk owns Twitter. He yeah. is going to appoint or hire or whatever a CEO for Twitter at some he, point. He even said, he even said, be careful what you wish for. Um, yeah. Responding to that. And then you see this picture at the World Cup, which is a little concerning uh, to me, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't see anything concerning about it. He's there with Jared. This guy, Jared Kushner, I don't trust as far as I can throw him. Um, I don't trust. He'll do, him. He'll do everything Daddy in law tells him. He's a he's a little bitch. Um, but imagine Jared Kushner is the CEO, and what happens? I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't think he's going to be CEO of Twitter. I, it'd be a pretty interesting turn of events. Um. But at the same time, at the same time, uh, they're pushing very hard to make Elon look like this crazy evil person, and Donald Trump uh, is starting wars and causing insurrection. Like Liz Cheney's an absolute joke, and we'll close. We'll close on this because we're coming up on on two hours. But listen to this fucking clown. No man who would behave that way at that moment in time can ever serve in any position of authority in our nation again. He is for any office. The committee recognizes it's only the initial step in addressing President Trump's effort to remain in office illegally. Prosecutors are considering the implications of the conduct that we describe in our report. What an absolute clown. Oh, he's unfit. To serve office. Meanwhile, you have this guy who's apparently our president. Can't even make sentences. He's shitting himself on stage. He has to read from note cards. Um, the list goes on. And his son's a crackhead who's selling the office of vice president when he held that office to China. And he's having meetings with Burisma and uh, these big oil companies that his son used to work for. But no big deal. He's totally fit. He's totally fine to serve 
uh, as president. And according to some of these idiots, he's doing a fantastic job. Like Jojo from Jers and uh, Rob Reiner, they all think he's doing a great job. I just want to add, um, she, she, Liz Cheney just said, um, what is this? <laughs> that, that he is unfit to serve as office. Well, Liz Cheney, the American people in your district believe that you were unfit to serve office because you lost by what? Almost 40 points. So, you know, look who's talking, bitch. You're irrelevant. Yeah. You're gone. January 3rd. It's over for Liz Cheney. It's over for the January 6th committee. They're, they had to, had to get to squeeze their last meeting in and make their big production and their criminal referral. Yep. The big dead orange man. They are irrelevant. And I am canceling them. Yep. Fuck them all. Elon, Elon officially announced his resignation as CEO of Twatter. And in his statement, he said he will step down as soon as some he finds someone foolish enough to take the position. Is that what he said? Yeah, that's what he said. He, um, when did he tweet that out? Two hours ago. So right when we started the show, he tweeted that out. Uh, the quote, it's a, a, a subtweet from his original poll that he was asked to step down 57% to 43% on 17 yeah. million votes, 17 and a half million votes. And then he tweets, I will resign as CEO as soon as I find someone foolish enough to take I the see. job. After that, I will just run the software and servers and servers teams. Which means morons out there. Elon Musk owns Twitter. The CEO will be his employee. Yep. Meaning. Imagine he makes Donald Trump. Imagine he makes Donald Trump the CEO. I don't think Donald Trump would do it, but that would be pretty funny. So either, but I would just imagine like the the heads that would explode. The, just imagine the 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 reaction. I would. It would be the greatest thing ever. Like that would be the best Christmas gift that we could ever get. Donald I just. Trump. I want to say whoever it is. I hope it's somebody really spicy that's going to make people just melt even more. Because I, I got to be honest with you, I am I'm having a blast on Twitter. I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm loving it. Um, probably because I, I'm I'm people are seeing my stuff and, and interacting with me. But um, yeah, I wish I fucking wish Elon. I'm I, talking to you. <laughs> Come on, Elon. Can you flip the switch for uh, for James over here? And Why do I still get this. Your content is censored. Well, I mean. It, it could maybe they're facial recognition and they just don't really like really, really ugly people on Twitter. That's probably like, I don't even have a big Twitter. I have 900 followers. I had over a thousand, but I guess when the bots came, yeah, I, I lost some, but I don't even have a big Twitter following. Like, no, nobody likes you. No, nobody likes me. I'm, I'm a fucking loser. I have a lot of Twitter twats that follow me. Just kidding. I love you all. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, very much. <laughs> yeah go check us out on twatter we're over there a lot more i'm posting a lot more on twatter than i'm in any platform even though nobody sees me on any other platform anyway uh <laughs> it's an absolute joke i'm glad that i know i'm blacklisted though that's pretty fucking cool um i'm important on your resume yeah i'm a blacklisted uh social media influencer um what do you know out here doing my thing uh being the cool kid at the club 
but it was a friend fun Tuesday. We got one more episode before Christmas. We'll be back. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow. Alan, are you doing a Wednesday show tomorrow? No, I'm not doing any shows until Friday. And we're going to do uh, 8 p.m. Eastern, I think, on Friday, right? We're going to do it a little earlier. We're going to do it a little earlier on Friday. We're going to do 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we may have some friends stop by. Uh, the guys from the Sergeant and Samurai, the Orange Men pod might stop by. Uh, they're in the middle of a move, they said. So if the equipment is still set up, they're going to come on and Who's hang out. Uh, Dave. Oh, Orange Man. They're moving. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, we're going to have a couple of our friends come on, just come hang out and uh, celebrate and gangbang on the government like we always do with some of our favorite Patriots. Uh, it'll be a fun show, so come and hang out on Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. I'll be on tomorrow morning with Garrett for uh, Winning Wednesday. Alan, actually, you want to come on tomorrow? And do some <sighs> I got to finish Christmas shopping. I'm not – I'm going to do it. I, I, let's do it after the holidays. This is this fucking microphone. I've been behind this microphone today, literally, all the time I – four – Five, six, seven, almost eight hours behind this fucking microphone like today. Six-hour show with stakes. I want to throw it in the garbage. I had enough. I'm not doing a show tomorrow. I'll be back Friday, and then that's it. I'll be it's back good. tomorrow morning, 12 p.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Winning with Garrett. We talk some positivity. I'll come on next Wednesday with you guys. We'll talk about. We'll, we'll talk about some winning. We're, we're going to do a goal setting, a New Year's goal setting episode if you want to join us. A New Year's goal setting episode? Yeah. Like on New Year's Day? No, like that, the Wednesday before New Year's, which is that Wednesday. Oh, I'm in. Sign me up. I got some. We'll, we'll set some goals. I'll come on. Yeah, we're going to come on. We're going to set some New Year goals and uh, talk about. I don't about, New Year goals. Well, no, just talk about the importance of goal setting and uh, why why you need to you know, put goals in pen and paper and actually go after them rather than just putting these, these dreams together and focusing on nonsense. Uh, there's, there's a lot of power and goal setting in my opinion. Um, I agree. And, and we're going to, we're going to go through a lot of that with our audience. Like I still have my goal board. I, I, I do a lot of that stuff. Um, but yeah, so come and hang out. We'll have Alan on next Wednesday, but we'll be back tomorrow. And then 8 PM on Friday, special Christmas holiday episode, uh, eggnog, Christmas hats. You get to see Alan be a real garden gnome. I gotta uh, find my Santa hat. I know. I gotta find mine too. I was thinking. I was literally the exact same thing. I was thinking. Um, I might have to order a MAGA Santa hat. Um, see what happens. Actually, I wonder. Fuck, it won't be here in time. I was gonna say. I wonder if they have Santa hats on my fulfillment center, and I can order one for we the we the people radio Santa hat. Mm-hmm. It won't be here in time. No, we're until what two days, three days away. We'll be we'll be back on Friday. Shout out to our sponsors, my Patriot Cigar. These are absolutely amazing. We only got a couple more days left for twenty five percent off your entire order. Go to mypatriotcigars.com, code WPRUSA. Pick up a sample pack. Pick up a full box. Go to your holiday party. Well, it won't be there for the holiday party, but your New Year's party. You can bring it to your New Year's party. Yeah, cigars. These things are unbelievable. I love the Mark Forty Eights. I could smoke three of those a day easily. I just smoked. They're delicious. That's fucking amazing. In the most popular cigar. I I'll tell you. I'll tell you right now. It's it's it's. I, I every time I smoke one, I finish it, and I wish it wasn't done. Like I wish there was more cigar left. 
to enjoy because it was that good. Um, you know, most cigars, the really, the really, really strong ones, sometimes like the Hellfire, by the time I got to the end of it, I was like, man, I'm glad this thing is done. Like this thing is, is, is hefty. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's got a lot of flavor and it tastes really good. Uh, especially when you, when you first light it, it like, yeah. but by the, by the end, I'm just like, oh my God, my mouth, like it's just, it's a lot, it's heavy. But some people like that really, really heavy smoke all the way through. I like it in the yeah. beginning. I like a little bit of it, but too long like a, a mark 48 i don't want to stop smoking i could smoke those all day so go to mypatriotcigars.com code wprusa or 15 percent off also kush creams number one topical in the game 21 time cannabis cup award winning go to kushcreams.com code wprusa or great 1776 for 15 percent off your order and serious dash cbd is finally back up and live go to serious dash cbd.com pick up the number one cbd on the planet uh, we the people radio is going to uh, be working with Shauna and Justin's team uh, to help get that going big time very shortly. So look out for that. Um, so code WPR USA. I don't know what she's got as a discount right now, uh, but go pick some up. This stuff is unbelievable. Um, we appreciate everybody that's listening. We'll be back on Friday, 8 PM. Alan, it was a blast until next time, guys, where we go one. See everybody Friday. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment with a new government controlled by you, the American people. The Washington establishment and the financial and media corporations that fund it exist for only one reason, to protect and enrich itself. The establishment has trillions of dollars at stake in this election. For those who control the levers of power in Washington and for the global special interest, they partner with these people that don't have your good in mind. Our campaign represents a true existential threat like they haven't seen before. This is not simply another four-year election. This is a crossroads in the history of our civilization that will determine whether or not we, the people, reclaim control over our government. The political establishment that is trying to stop us is the same group responsible for our disastrous trade deals, massive illegal immigration, and economic and foreign policies that have bled our country dry. The political establishment has brought about the destruction of our factories and our jobs as they flee to Mexico, China, and other countries all around the world. It's a global power structure that is responsible for the economic decisions that have robbed our working class, stripped our country of its wealth, and put that money into the pockets of a handful of large corporations and political entities. This is a struggle for the survival of our nation. And this will be our last chance to save it. This election will determine whether we're a free nation or whether we have only the illusion of democracy, but are in fact controlled by a small handful of global special interests rigging the system, and our system is rigged. This is reality. You know it, they know it, I know it, and pretty much the whole world knows it. The Clinton machine is at the center of this power structure. We've seen this firsthand in the WikiLeaks documents in which Hillary Clinton meets in secret 
with international banks to plot the destruction of U.S. sovereignty in order to enrich these global financial powers, her special interest friends, and her donors. Honestly, she should be locked up. The most powerful weapon deployed by the Clintons is the corporate media, the press. Let's be clear on one thing. The corporate media in our country is no longer involved in journalism. They're a political special interest, no different than any lobbyist or other financial entity with a total political agenda. And the agenda is not for you, it's for themselves. Anyone who challenges their control is deemed a sexist, a racist, a xenophobe. They will lie, 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 and then again, they will do worse than that. They will do whatever's necessary. The Clintons are criminals, remember that. This is well documented, and the establishment that protects them has engaged in a massive cover-up of widespread criminal activity at the State Department and the Clinton Foundation in order to keep the Clintons in power. They knew they would throw every lie they could at me and my family and my loved ones. They knew they would stop at nothing to try to stop me. Nevertheless, I take all of these slings and arrows gladly for you. I take them for our movement so that we can have our country back. I knew this day would arrive. It's only a question of when. And I knew the American people would rise above it and vote for the future they deserve. The only thing that can stop this corrupt machine is you. The only force strong enough to save our country is us. The only people brave enough to vote out this corrupt establishment is you, the American people. Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. I didn't need to do this, folks, believe me. I built a great company and I had a wonderful life. I could have enjoyed the fruits and benefits of years of successful business deals and businesses for myself and my family, instead of going through this absolute horror show of lies, deceptions, malicious attacks. Who would have thought? I'm doing it because this country has given me so much, and I feel so strongly that it's my turn to give back to the country that I love. I'm doing this for the people and for the movement, and we will take back this country for you, and we will make America great again.